All right, welcome to the Fantasy Football Last Call podcast, uh, week one edition. My name's Joe Bond, founder of FantasySixPack.net. Got a new co-host this week. I'll let him introduce himself. I can't point the right direction. I <laughs> What's up, man? <laughs> What's up, man? How you doing? Of course, I'm Jeff I'm Jeff Lambert, founder of GoingForTwo.com and GoingForTwo Live. You can follow me on Twitter at JeffLambert77. What's up, Joe? What's going on, man? Uh, hope it was a better week one for you than it was me, because I did not do well this week. <laughs> yeah, I did well in my season-long leagues. My DFS leagues, uh, not not so much, but my season-long leagues are actually doing pretty well. Yeah, I, I you know, there's a couple leagues where like I scored a good number of points. It was like 130, 140 points. I just got smoked. Like I got, I went against all like the high. I was like 180, 190 points against me, like in a couple of leagues. And I'm like, what do you do? <laughs> It's <laughs> nothing. It's the beast of fantasy football. But uh, we are at halftime of the Bears and the Rams. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's 13-7. You would have thought the, you know, I, I guess we, we sort of expected the, the Rams to struggle on offense a little bit uh, against this Bears defense. Um, and the Bears to struggle against the Rams offense or defense as well. The big story to me is uh, David Montgomery actually uh, getting in the end zone, 79 yards rushing already. Kind of, kind of the lead story here coming out of this uh, first half. And uh, you know, people were worried about him. We got a lot of questions with him this morning on the uh, Sunday Social podcast with myself, Laplante, and Dylan Clemens. So uh, hopefully, you guys listened to us and started him anyway, despite the fears. And um, yeah, but let's let's run into the rest of the week, man. You ready? Let's do it, man. We'll start off here at the top with the the Eagles at the Falcons. Thirty-two uh, six was the score there. Um, a couple of stats from that game: Hurts twenty-seven thirty-five, two sixty-four, three TDs. Also ran for sixty-two yards. Uh, Devonta Smith had a good game: three a six for seventy-one and a touchdown. Uh, on the other side, Ryan, not so much. Matt Ryan, who usually really good at home, especially in home openers, uh, went 21 for 25, but had no touchdowns or no picks. Uh, really, the, the the story here, I think, is is Jalen Hurts. Uh, I think, and, you know, he, he did better than I expected him to do, and I'm sure he did better than you thought he would do as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man, I, uh, you know, I, I have him in actually in our, in our crab cake league. I uh, took him and very happy. I'm going to lose that league anyway, but, uh, it's, it's just one of those weeks where, you know, yeah, I, I was pleasantly surprised to see how well he threw the ball. Granted, it, it is the Falcons defense. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt, but, uh, the offense looked very, very good with him. And, you know, the 62 rushing yards isn't what you expected, but hey, you got three passing touchdowns out of him. Nobody expected that either. And yep. that's a positive. So I'll take it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, against this Falcon defense, it's, you know, we, you know, they are a bad defense, so we can't put too much stock into that, but he did look really good. Uh, on the other side, pretty much the opposite. The Falcons looked pretty much terrible. You think they, uh, they miss Julio? Ah, dude, yeah, it's, uh, it was rough, man. You know, you would thought Ridley would have gone off, and, and, and historically he has without Julio, but, uh, I mean, the running backs did nothing. They just shared the workload. Ryan looked terrible. They were just getting bombarded on, on offense. Uh, yeah, I, I'm looking for this offense to hopefully bounce back a little bit uh, next week. I don't know who they play. I don't look forward to the to the schedule. But uh, you have to assume they're going to do better than this. Yeah, this was, to hope. <laughs> this was brutal. I mean, it, it, it killed your Ridley Fox. It killed your, your, your Kyle Pitts. Mike uh, Davis, you were, yeah, <laughs> Russell Gage, Russell were, Gage zeros. By the way, Oof. yeah, it's pretty, pretty, pretty terrible. All right, let's move to the next game. Absolutely, we'll go ahead and do that. All right, so the next game uh, was kind of a a bad game for fantasy. 
Steelers at Bills, 23 to 16. Big Ben looks terrible, 16 for 32, 188 yards and a touch. Uh, Josh Allen threw 51 times, completed 30 of them to, for 270. Also ran for 44. Diggs was pretty much what Diggs does. It's not for 69 and a touchdown. Uh, I, the big story for me, honestly, happened before the game even started, and that was Zach Moss being inactive. What do you think of that? Joe? Oh, sorry, I uh, <laughs> I switched over to YouTube real quick to get the link, and like, it was echoing on me, so I didn't know you were done talking. <laughs> sorry. Um, so repeat that question. My bad, man. I, I apologize. I said the biggest story from this game, I think, happened before the game even started was that Zach Moss being ruled, or being ruled inactive. Yeah, that was interesting. Uh, that was, you know, very, very unexpected. And, and, you know, Singletary did, I mean, not great, but, um, you know, it, you weren't expecting him to anyway. Um, to me, it was just like, you know, the it, it was Josh Allen just really struggling in this game. Uh, as you mentioned, like all around, it was just a bad all, uh, fantasy game. Uh, 30 for 51. I mean, it looked like old Josh Allen, man, like yeah, 2018 bad. where like he wasn't completing passes and like it just missing guys. And, and man, you have to hope that's just, you know, they weren't playing in the preseason and just maybe, you know, they're just not in sync. So I'm just hoping both offenses look much, much better because there's a lot riding on uh, a lot of teams riding on these offenses for sure. Including yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. I think Josh Allen was probably the highest owned uh, quarterback in, in, in draft Kings. And he let a lot of people down today because he definitely was not, I not doing I, so well. I had him because you know I felt like he was he was cheaper than he should have been. I didn't really like him for for the day, you know. But uh, you know at his price, I was like, yeah, I mean, absolutely. Yep. Um, I felt like it was a no brainer. But oh well. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, I mean, not much from this game that I thought was very interesting. Anything you saw? No, nah, not really. We can move on. All right, let's move on to the Vikings at Bengals. Uh, <clears throat> Vikings win this game twenty four to. Is that right? Twenty four to sixteen. I thought the Bengals uh, won this game. Did I write it down wrong? <laughs> yeah, that's me trying. That's me trying to rush it before. Uh, well, uh, oh wow, yeah, I wrote. I wrote. Wow, twenty four is twenty seven, right? You're right. Bengals okay. twenty seven. So Bengals wow. won that one. I, I thought there was a last double. One. Double check my work, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my bad on that one. All good. All good. <clears throat> so the Bengals win this game. Uh, yeah. the Vikings. You know, they looked good towards the end of the, the game there, but Cook was not so great, 20 for 61. Uh, he caught 6 for 43, but he had a big fumble in that game. Cousins was uh, was pretty good, 36 for 49, 351, two touchdowns. Uh, Thielen, it was his normal self, 9 for 92 and two touchdowns. Uh, on the other end, Burrow was okay with, uh, with 261 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, Chase, you know, he was a big surprise there. Everyone kind of, oh, he's dropping passes. But, yeah, he uh, didn't drop passes in this game, 5 for 101. Uh, and Higgins did his thing, too, at 5 for 58 with a touchdown. Uh, and, honestly, the story for me, you know, other than the guys we know already know about, was was K.J. Osborne, I think, ends up being the biggest beneficiary from the Irv Smith Jr. injury, you know, as a number three receiver there. He had nine targets today, so, you know, went seven for 76. What do you think of that? Uh Who's KJ Osborne is what I need to know. Like, where does my guy come from? Like, dude, all I gotta say is there's gonna be a lot of people blowing fab and and waiver wire bids on this guy, and like, I don't know, man. I don't know if this is the real deal or not. It's just it's one of those like, is it for? I just literally don't know. I I don't even honestly know who this guy is. The biggest story to me is Joe Mixon got 29 carries. Like, what the hell? 
Yeah. 29. 29 carries. That's true. That's a lot. It is a lot. Uh, I mean, I know they were winning, you know, but 29 carries is absurd. Um, I mean, this is a guy who's been hurt a lot. (laughs) Like, you can't do that. Um, I know they're trying to protect Burrow, and maybe that's a lot. It is obviously a lot of it, but... uh, uh, yeah, Chase catching the ball, you know, that 50-yard bomb was fantastic to watch. He just blew by the, the defender. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, this was a fun fantasy game to watch. Like, there were points galore on all sides. Like, all the guys you wanted to score, scored. I mean, Cook didn't quite do what you wanted him to do, but, hey, he still got in the end zone, and, and, th- and that matters. So, and he caught six passes, so um, he, he made up for it. He definitely did. And I think with that KJ Osborne thing, too, we got to take into account that Cousin threw the ball 49 times. I don't think that's the Vikings game script, is that the ball 49. Probably not. They were down for most of this game. So, yeah, he was playing catch up. But that's going to, that might happen a lot with this Minnesota defense. Yep, I mean, if they, if, they can't, if they can't get a lead on Cincy, who are they going to get a lead on? Yeah. That's right? True. Maybe point. there's something to this. Good point. All right, let's move on to the 49ers game. It's, uh, it's my team here. We got out to a huge lead, ended up holding on to it at the end, 41-33. to 33, Had a bit of a scare at the end there. Uh, Jimmy G gets the start, goes over 300 yards there. Uh, the big news there was was Mostert going out and uh, Elijah Mitchell, who I had been pumping up all off season. Uh, I tweeted at you today, man. Yes, I saw that. I <laughs> gave you credit for this. Yep. <laughs> Uh, Debo has a huge game, nine for 189 in the touchdown. He has a big fumble at the end of the game that almost cost him the game. Thank Where's Ayuk? Yeah, that's the that's the big question. What happened to him? He didn't even play in the first quarter. Uh, he didn't play a single snap. What in happened? Quarter. I don't I, I don't know if something happened off the field that we don't know about because I think for him to not play a single snap in that first quarter, something had to happen. There yeah. was something that he either missed a, a team meeting or or something happened because uh, that was just, that was a little weird. Um, on the other side of the ball, Goff goes uh, 38-57, and three touchdowns. Pretty good debut for him against what we thought was being a good defense. They didn't look so great today. Uh, Hawkinson, I think we've all kind of expected him to take that elite step, and I think he kind of showed that eight for 97 in the touchdown. Um, yeah, and the, the big story right there is really them almost coming back and winning and playing a lot better than we all thought. I mean, they have zero receivers, really, it seemed like, coming into the season, but they found a way to, to make some things happen there. What are your thoughts on this game? Ooh, this one uh, I thought was over a lot earlier. Like you said, man, it was uh, it, it was it was pretty interesting just to watch Detroit just chunk back, you know, slowly, and then it was like, oh, this is a real game. Um, <clears throat> for me, you know, yeah, I already mentioned IU going out or not playing. Who knows? Was was kind of weird. Um, Debo just being a beast. It, it was telling. I kind of was pumping Debo over IU all all season. Um, but you know, it is what it is. We'll see what happens when they're both really on the field. Who knows with the running backs, as you've mentioned before, like it's just an unknown backfield, um, all around for me, it was this, uh, it was this Detroit backfield, honestly. Um, you know, Williams and Swift, uh, pretty much split 50, 50 and they both did well. Uh, they both scored. Williams was on the ground. Swift was in the air. Uh, you know, they, they, there was a report like super late before the game started that yep. Swift wasn't going to start and, you know, Williams was going to get the bulk of the workload and it really didn't work out that way. It's kind of 50, 50. So, <clears throat> and you know, this was one of those backfields where I didn't really want either one of the guys. I took Williams and a bunch of best balls just because he was falling so late, but I, I didn't get Swift anywhere. Um, I don't have him either. Yeah. I mean, 
And 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 clearly, like Hawkinson's the only receiver that matters because the other two receivers that mattered were the running backs. So yeah. <laughs> uh, you don't you don't want Amon Ron, you don't want Tyrell, you don't want Cephas. Like it's just not. I mean, whatever. Cephas scored, but I mean, seven targets and only caught three of them. Yeah, it's not good. Welcome to Jared Golf World. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and moving on. <laughs> yeah, let's let's just hope that those people that got that alert for Swift uh, didn't take him out of his their lineups because I know uh, my friends did took him out of the lineup and then were upset when he. Had I moved him game. down like three spots in my running back rankings and like kind of regret it now. But I mean, like I at least it was only three. I'm sure people went more drastic than that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, next game we got is the Cardinals uh, at the Titans. Cardinals win this game 38-13. The Titans really look absolutely terrible. Uh, I watched a lot of this game. Murray was a beast, 21 for 32, 289, four touchdowns. Uh, He did throw one pick. We also had five for 20 in a rushing touchdown as well. Uh, Edmonds and Connor were pretty split on the carries. Um, I think Edmonds looked a little better personally. Um, Hopkins continues to be a beast. Six rated <laughs> three on two touchdowns. Did you see that play where he like did the little okie doke where he like spun yeah. around from the guy? Like that was yeah. nasty. <laughs> that, was, that was beautiful. It was. Uh, and like I mentioned on the other side of the ball, Tannehill was terrible. You know, his usual efficient self was not, not efficient great. at all. Not at all. Henry only had 58 yards. Uh, AJ Brown saved his day with a touchdown. He had four for 49 and a touchdown. If waited for that touchdown, you were probably disappointed, but uh, at least he got that touchdown for mm. you. Um, yeah, so this game really—are you worried about anybody on the Titans side if you own any of those players? I don't think I'm worried quite yet. I mean, it just—it got out of control really quickly, and this isn't the Titans game. Uh, you know, they—they they ride Henry, and then, like you said, Tannehill's efficient because they can ride Henry. <clears throat> excuse me, and then you know, it's—you know—he's play action guy, and that gets. Brown open like it's Julio open I mean Julio actually dropped a few balls like he dropped a touchdown it kind of like apparently got up on him like it was just weird it was like what in the world is going on with this team and it just got out of control quickly but I mean like kudos to the Cardinals they came to play uh the passing offense was fantastic Kyler Kyler Murray was was great um you know that they they came to play man Tennessee needs to work out on this week yep definitely they got some work cut up for them Moving on to the next game, the Seahawks uh, take on the Colts. They win this game 28-16. to 16. Russell Wilson was Russell Wilson. Lockett gave you his one of four big games. He'll give you a year. He actually had it in week one. Uh, right. <laughs> I'll tell somebody that same thing. <laughs> exactly. And then uh, on the other side of the ball, uh, the real the real takeaway for me was, well, not really takeaway, but the question I have for you is, how do you think Wentz looked? I mean, we didn't think he'd be here week one, and here he was. I mean, look, he... <clears throat> He played and he came out of it unhurt. I mean, that's all you can say, right? Uh, you know, in two fifty one and two touchdowns, and he had, he had a couple of snafus. You know, he got snacked, sacked a few times, and a couple of them were his fault. Uh, he did fumble, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think the offense is going to need to gel because he didn't play in camp, he didn't play in the preseason, nothing. Um, and that, you know, that's obviously going to hurt a team. Uh, I mean, the Seahawks was was a tough opener. Uh, I mean. I mean, yeah, you said Russ was Russ. I mean, 18 completions and four touchdowns. I mean, that's, that's this is what he does, man. Yep. He does this. He's so like, he's like, like almost more efficient and more touchdown, you know, rate heavy than Tannehill is. And then like everybody gets all hyped up with him. And then for some reason, the la- especially the last like two years, we've seen Russell Wilson like be like this for the last like for the first eight weeks and then like this the last eight weeks. Yep. So like, I don't know, like if we could ex- keep 
expect to have this keep going, but I mean, yeah, if it is, I mean, Lockett and Metcalf are going to be doing this, you know, four or five catches for, you know, 80 yards ish and then a touchdown each. So, yeah. And, and I, hey, ever got in the end zone too. I, I want to give Lockett his, his props too. I mean, as far as difficulty of catching passes, I mean, this he catches some of the most difficult passes you may have ever seen thrown. He finds a way to get his feet down. Him and him and Christian Kirk both had like the the backwards, like looking over their shoulder, like not yeah. even looking over the shoulder, like looking over their back yeah. to catches <laughs> today. Those are hard. <laughs> Definitely. All right, let's move to the next game here. Chargers at the uh, Washington football team. Chargers take this game 20-16. to 16. Uh, If you were worried about Herbert in the sophomore slump, don't worry about it. He had a pretty good game here against the, the, a pretty good defense, uh, 31 for 47, 337, a touchdown. Uh, Eckler, f- 15 for 57, not a great game. He did have a touchdown. Uh, ironically, no passing work whatsoever. Yeah, so, that was uh, odd. Uh, maybe it's saving the hamstring a little bit. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Keenan Allen, typical Keenan Allen, nine for 108. Uh, Mike Beast. Williams had a pretty good game as well, eight for 82. Uh, on the other side, Gibson got the workload. We were kind of worried about yes. maybe getting some stuff there, but Gibson was the was the the beast there. Uh, and talk about difficult catches. You see that catch from McLaurin? That he kinda, I was almost. Have, I think I missed that one. You missed. Oh that one? no no I know what you're talking about. Yeah 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 yeah. Like near the sideline. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He like turned backwards and like, yeah, yeah that was nuts, man. I thought he was out of bounds at first. Yeah, so did I. On the live play, I thought he was out of bounds. But yeah, I saw it in a replay slow mo. I was like, oh my God, how the hell did he catch that? Um, any takeaways from this game other than what we already mentioned? I mean, just Patrick Hurt, so we got to mention I, that, I guess. I mean, the the big things for me, you know, as, as you just, you know, as you mentioned, uh, Gibson getting the massive workload, uh, 20 carries was something I didn't expect at all. Um, not that I really thought McKissick was going to get some carries away from him, but I just didn't think they would even run him that many times that regardless. Um, but then also like something I have been saying all off season is guys, be careful. McKissick, I don't know it's going to be the PPR back that you, we saw last year. Fitzpatrick yep. A doesn't like the throw to the running backs. Uh, there's an article that I saw from PFF that kind of threw that out there that he just doesn't check down. Uh, and even when he got hurt, like Heineke didn't do it. So like careful there. Um, I love the fact that Mike Williams saw 12 targets. That yeah. is phenomenal like i love this guy's talent but he just never has seen the target load that we want and he's never gotten the receptions he's never been a ppr guy he usually gives like what three catches for like 50 yards maybe 100 in yep. a touch like he's a big game guy so if this is going to work like he's going to be a s- massive steal um jared cook also saw eight targets so that's something to take away yeah good call because just to, just to, he's probably on the waiver in a lot of leagues yep that is true and, and Mike Williams' game could have been even bigger. He had two pretty big drops. I think one of them was for a touchdown that he dropped. So as, if Williams would have caught those, he could have had a monster game. Hard to catch better. everything when you're watching Red Zone. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, all right, next game. Not a whole lot here to talk about. Jets at Panthers. Done a lot of points scored here. Panthers take this game 19-14. to 14. Biggest thing is CMC looked healthy. You know, Joe yeah. Williams health. He looks fine. He came out, I think, 180 ish uh total yards there didn't score but uh you'll still take that in in fantasy nine receptions off nine targets (laughs) yes ridiculous Ridiculous. uh other than that not too much i mean wilson struggled a little bit but he's a rookie we kind of expected that Corey davis Corey davis if you know if you thought it it was going to be elijah moore Corey davis five for 97 two touchdowns i i'd take that all day yeah 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, Elijah Moore, not a good day from him. This, this, and obviously the, the Jets running game was non-existent. Um, they weren't even like, I mean, they were down, but like it wasn't out of control. Yeah. Uh, the probably the big takeaway for me is so with McCaffrey back, Robbie Anderson, who people really like too, saw three targets. Yes, he caught one of them for 57 yards and a touchdown, but three targets. Yeah. That's not a good sign, guys. Terrence Marshall caught more than him. So, yeah. and saw more the, targets. So, especially in the quote unquote revenge, revenge game with right? this team. So, yeah. That's something to worry about, honestly, in my opinion. All right. Move on to the next game here. The Jags uh, played the Texans. Texans get this game. Surprisingly to me, I had the Jags winning this game, but Texans win 27 21. Uh, really the big story here is, is Trevor Lawrence and how did he look and what do you think of Trevor Lawrence's debut here? Yeah, man. I mean, typical rookie, you know, um, maybe better than a typical rookie in his first game. Granted, you know, it was Houston. Houston doesn't like not, not, does not have a great team, but three, you know, 332 yards, three touchdowns, three picks. But I mean, like, Hey, um, it's, it is what it is. Um, I will take it as a dynasty owner of Trevor Lawrence for sure. Um, I, I'm looking for much better things to come. I know there'll be some hiccups, um, and I probably will not start him in some of his much tougher games, but this is a great sign of things to come, I think, from him. Yeah, another thing that uh, I wanted to mention, too, is, is uh, James Robinson. We all thought he'd get the workload there with, uh, with Travis. <sighs> yeah, right. Uh, Hyde gets nine carries. I think Dave Rob had right around the same amount of carries as him, pretty close to 50-50, I believe. James Robinson had five carries, five carries, half as many. Great, he saw six targets, but he only caught three of them. Like I don't understand how Carlos Hyde is still a thing, guys. Like Urban Meyer, get your head out of your ass. Stop this. (laughs) (laughs) Carlos Hyde is not a thing. Uh, Stop it. (laughs) Mark Um, Ingram too surprised me. I thought for sure it'd be Philip Lindsay being the one. Oh my gosh. Ingram and, and two Hyde. old dudes. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, Twenty six carries. All I gotta say is go Hokies, man. Tyrod looked phenomenal. <laughs> he did. He looked really good, and he the rep he's got in the passes. He's too conservative. And I didn't see that. He was chalking it today, was, man. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I guess Cooks because you know five for one hundred thirty two caught a fifty two yard pass too, man. Yeah, he was just thrown all over the place so yeah kudos to him man all right are you ready to uh jump over here to these late afternoon games let's do it all right so we got the uh the game of the afternoon the browns and the chiefs and man it looked like the browns were going to run away with this one but the uh the chiefs came stormer back and win 33 to 29 we had baker mayfield thrown for uh 21 for 28 321 yards uh no touchdowns but a pick Chubb went off uh, 80, 83 yards and two touchdowns, and then Landry caught five for 171. Um, we had uh, Mahomes on the other side, uh, 27 for 35, three touchdowns. CEH, 14 rushes for only 43 yards, caught three for 29, so maybe not what people were expecting here. Uh, Tyreek Hill was the uh, the player of the day as far as yardage-wise, 197 yards receiving Wow, 11 receptions. Kelsey did his thing, 6 for 76 and two touchdowns. I mean, what's what's the big takeaway here for you, man? Well, so CEH, not a great fantasy game, but I believe 
as far as touches goes, only one other running back got a touch besides besides CEH. So at least you have that. Yeah, I mean, Darrell yeah. Williams. Unless it's Michael Burton, who the hell is Michael Burton? <laughs> no idea who that is. <laughs> he's a, he's on the box score as a as a carry. Maybe that's like late late game stuff. Anyway, not not relevant. Don't worry about it. As a fullback. <laughs> Yeah, don't worry about it. So yeah, definitely don't need to worry about him. So CEH got the full workload, whatever that workload may be uh, going forward to the season. At least he's getting all of it. Hopefully he can be more efficient going forward so they continue to give him the ball. But at least that that's there. Um, other than that, I mean, it was what you expected. I mean, Hill, Kelsey, Mahomes, uh, even the game script. Chiefs get down early, come back. Isn't that what they always do? <laughs> that's pretty much. I, their I guess, man. They don't lose. In, they don't lose in September, so it's what it, it is. What it is. I don't. For one of the things that you know, I, I just again, I don't want to keep patting myself on the back here, but like I kept telling people left and right, like don't go after the wide receiver two for the Chiefs. It doesn't exist. Yep. <laughs> and Marcus Robinson. I mean, they were down and they still don't exist. Yep. Robinson, Pringle, Hardman. Three catches, one catches, one catches. Like it's not happening, guys. Like it just doesn't work. They're gonna have like one or three, one or two big games each. But like that's kind of it. You can't rely on these. Guys. Best ball, fine. Take them super duper late. It's not working. So it, it. Yeah, definitely agree with that. I think the number two receiver doesn't it doesn't exist in. in, in it hasn't forever. Even when Watkins was there, like in Watkins, I think is still better than all of these guys. As much as I don't like Watkins, agreed. So, next game up is the Dolphins and Patriots, and the Dolphins win seventeen to sixteen. Whew, nail biter. Um, <clears throat> not a big fantasy game here. Uh, Tua went. 202 yards and a touch looked looked okay. Uh, you know, we'll take what we get from him. <clears throat> Sorry, uh, Gaskins nine for 49. Uh, Tua ran in for a touchdown, so there's that. Uh, and then you know the receiving wise, I mean Parker and Waddle both caught four. Part Waddle got in the end zone, so um, definitely take that. Gasecki was shut out, man. That, yeah. That's bad news, Brutal. man. I was really looking forward to him this year. Hopefully that's not a thing to come. I mean, I think the Patriots, you know, they're good at like targeting that guy you know, and I think they probably targeted Kaseki and they probably should have uh, on the other side of the ball Mac Jones rookie looked okay 281 uh, threw for a touchdown no interceptions Damian Harris man looked real good 23 for 100 didn't get in the end zone but you know it is what it is uh, Aguilar 5 for 72 and a touch what, what do you got here not a whole lot really I mean other than you know if you were worried about Damian Harris you know being vultured by Ramondre Stevenson. He kind of put that to rest when he fumbled his first touch. So I think. Yeah, those, well, that's going to put him on the sideline real quick with, uh, yeah. with Belichick. <laughs> but yeah, we'll see. Yeah. yeah. So I think Harris is a solid RB2 going forward. He had 23 carries today. He did break the 100 yard mark. So uh, yeah. no Cam Newton there anymore. So hopefully he will get those red zone touches now and, he, and be a good, good running back for you. He out touched all the other ball carriers by a lot. So uh, I will say James White's PPR value is back. Uh, six receptions for 49 yards. So uh, those of you in PPR leagues, you can uh, breathe a sigh of relief and uh, start him and get your cheap PPR points. Uh, la- another, the next to last game here, we got the probably shocker of the day, honestly, man. Packers and Saints, what happened? 38-3, to Saints. Uh, Jameis Winston, I'm going to start this side of the ball, man. Jameis Winston, 14 for 20, 148 yards. Doesn't sound great, but five touchdowns. What? 
Yeah. Um, Kamara, 20 for 83. And then uh, Tony Jones Jr., by the way, 11 touches. So there you go. Uh, not much to write home about on the receiving side, except a bunch of guys got in the end zone. I mean, Kamara scored on the in passing. But, like, nobody really got a lot of receptions because he only completed 14 passes. Yeah, but, right. Uh, I mean, it's like, it's, it sounds like a Russell Wilson day, right? Yeah. Um, not not a Jameis Winston day. <laughs> Jameis yeah. Winston's usually, like, the other side and throwing four picks at the same time. Uh, on the other side of the ball, man, like, ugly all around. Rodgers ended up getting benched at the end of the game. 133 yards, two picks. Uh, Jones only carried the ball five times. Like, nothing to write home there about. I mean, Adams, at least in PPR, wasn't, like, total trash. Five for 56, but nothing else. I mean, yeah. I don't even know what to think. Like, how worried can we be about the Packers? Or is this just one of those, they didn't play their guys in the preseason, and we're just hoping they're going to be much better? Yeah, it was that, and I think the humidity in, in Florida kind of got them, too, because it showed on, on the Tuckcast a few times where their guys are just laboring. They just can't handle that humidity. They're not used to it down there. So I, uh, uh, it, it kind of it kind of wore the defense down. And then Rodgers, I saw a stat. I think PFF sent it out. Uh, if if he had thrown the ball into the dirt every single time, his quarterback rating was 39. His quarterback <laughs> rating today with you know trying to complete passes was 32. So he, he would have been better off throwing the ball into the dirt 28 times than it wow. was to the complete passes. So that's how bad Rodgers was. Probably one of his worst games he's ever had. Uh, obviously killed your Devontae Adams, you know, shares as well. And DFS. I think just, just yeah, <laughs> chalk it up. Chalk it up to a bad game, hopefully, and they get it, they get it back uh, next week and week that, two. That Rodgers set, like, you, you know, you do drafts on Sleeper, right? And, you know, like, when you draft somebody, like, a little outside of the ADP and you get that, wow, yeah. set, that, that's what I this is what went through my head. Um, all right, last game of the night here. We got the Broncos and the Giants, and not a pretty game. Broncos win 27-13. Teddy Bridgewater, you know, looked okay. 264 for two touchdowns. Mel Gordon, 100, 101 yards. Granted, one of them was a 70-yard rush. That's kind of what he needs to do every game to, like, have his stat line. It seems like he does it more often than you will want him to. Javada Williams actually out-touched him, 14 carries. So, there you go. Uh, Judy, 6 for 72. However... Judy is out multiple weeks, six to eight, I believe I saw, with a high ankle sprain. Not good. Uh, so that's not good, man. But he was beasting out before he went. He was doing what everybody was hoping he would do. Uh, so now it is going to be we don't know because Gordon Sutton didn't show up. We got a lot of KJ Hamler. We got a lot of Tim Patrick. We got Noah Fant showing up. Yeah, good luck figuring this one out, guys. Yeah, and Teddy B is one to spread the ball around too. And yeah, so the Sutton, the one catch for Sutton surprised me. You know, yeah, I thought I thought especially when Judy went out, I thought I thought Sutton was going to be you know targeted a lot heavier. But you know maybe coming off that Achilles tear is really going to slow him down more than we all thought. And you know it wasn't talked about a lot in the preseason, um, but maybe it should have been. Yeah. Uh, on the other side of the ball, Daniel Jones did Daniel Jones things: two sixty four and a touchdown and a fumble. <laughs> uh, that's that's the Daniel Jones thing. Uh, Barkley, as we all expected, didn't get a heavy workload. Ten for twenty six. Uh, Sterling Shepard shined, man. Seven for one thirteen and a touchdown. So there you go. There's there's the one shining moment for the for the Giants. But uh, I mean, what what do you think here? I, I think my takeaway here is yeah, Mel Gordon had the more yards and he got the touchdown. But this backfield for Denver is already leaning Javonta Williams. Yep, it's already started. I think we kind of thought it would be happening in the middle of the season, but, you know, I think Melvin Gordon helped his case with a 70-yard touchdown, and we'll probably still get carries based on that. But had it had he not had that, 
Uh, I think Williams really hard to take him over. And if you got Williams shares in your dynasty leagues, or even if you draft him in a redraft, I think uh, week three, week four, week five, he's going to be really showing out because I think he had a tough game today. But I think overall, I think Williams is going to be a beast eventually. Yeah, I totally agree. All right, man. Uh, that's it for the games. I think the score right now is the Rams 20, Bears 7, if I can look over my laptop. Yep. 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 There we go. And uh, so I'm expecting the Rams to take this one, but, you know, it's not over yet. We'll see what happens. Five minutes to go left in the third quarter. But, uh, yeah, man, it was a great first show and look forward to doing it uh, the rest of the season. Definitely, man. A lot of fun. All right. Talk to you guys later. And that didn't work.